Hey, welcome back to Jane Chasers. It's Harvey Harrington. And just want to talk about kids, younger kids in sports. And um, I'm I'm not a big advocate for AAU basketball. My take on AAU basketball is um, you kind of got to watch who you're dealing with uh, with your kids. And I and one thing I understand is that kids want to play. Um, more or less, I think you know they they want to be around people. They want to play the game, and it's starting earlier and earlier. I mean, it's is as soon as you know, first grade, second grade, you got AAU teams that are traveling across the country. I mean, it wasn't like this <clears throat> until recently. And I, and the reason that it's like that now is just it's it's a money thing. And I think before it wasn't as much like this because AAU was really that avenue for trying to find a college scholarship as you got older. You wanted to go somewhere. You you wasn't, you know, maybe, maybe you were – starting to mount good basketball seasons, playing in high school. Uh, maybe maybe you were starting to realize your potential, and throughout the summer <clears throat> you wanted to play the best or you wanted to play in front of the best. Um, when, and when I say play in front of the best, I mean college coaches. So it's just that's, that's what the game was used for. Now I think it's more commercialized. I think that uh, now that – it's it's more about the it's more about the money aspect than anything else, and I'm not talking about necessarily AAU programs. Some some AAU programs, absolutely, not all of them are like that. Uh, there's a lot of them that are. There's a lot of them that, um, you know, they're worried about getting their name out. They're worried about how much money they can make off the kids. They're worried about that, but not all of them are like that. I mean, there are good there are good programs out there that actually care about the kids. They care about their development. They care about um, the kids growing up and having some type of camaraderie, which is cool, but it's just this age that we're in. And I'm still old school. I don't believe wholeheartedly that that you have to play basketball at a young age in order to be good. And a lot of the kids that pick it up soon, pick it up or, or pick it up early. They pick it up sooner than than other kids. You know, it just seems like. Some of some of those kids start to fizzle, and you know, and 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 I can see why. I mean, you eventually, eventually, a lot of the kids that that played early on and that were really good, they don't have to do much um, to remain to remain good. So they they kind of lack their standards. Maybe they keep working at their game, but they don't have the mindset that some of the kids have when they're older. When somebody walks in the gym and sees a a tall girl that's going to the seventh grade and she's not all that good, and you they go and, and develop her, they go and help her out, and she takes a liking to the game of basketball. Now her mindset is different. Two things about it is that she's older, and her understanding, um, you know, is is a little bit different. When you're younger, they tell you they tell you we tell our kids certain things, but they don't really get it. And, and as you get older, it's like you kind of make your mind up. And then the amount of work that she wants to put in, seeing her counterparts being so much better than her, those are the things that's going to push certain kids. And I, and, and I understand this, too. We played a lot of, you know, recreation games. We played a lot of outside 
you know, we, we did that stuff when we were younger, but it's just so serious now. I mean, it's so serious now to the point where you got adults fighting in the stands or you got, you know, kids fighting. And and which that which that in itself is flat out ridiculous, but that's where we're at. But back to what I was talking about. I mean, just recognize if if you're a parent and you're what and you're uh, with some organizations, start recognizing what's going on. I mean, if you're if your son or daughter is on a team and they're busting up behind for a whole session, and tournament time comes, and you know there's three or four more kids coming, and and their time is being limited, and they're not going to get, they're not going to uh, reap the benefit from all their work. That's a problem. See a lot of a lot of AAU programs, or they go out of town and they're taking multiple people to you know to to go with this particular team and maybe these kids are playing up maybe they're in that grade or maybe they're bringing them down a grade to try to win like come on with that too like don't don't fall into that don't fall into um going going to a a particular program because you want to win go to a particular program because of how they treat your 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 your, uh, child go there because they're they're gonna they're gonna do it the right way, and they're going to give you a child an opportunity. But I mean, me personally, I'm just I'm just speaking about me. I mean, I had my put my daughter in AAU, and we were playing, you know, the regular season, and I, I think I counted it was close to like sixty, maybe seventy games that she was playing. My child had uh, problems with injuries, so that was one of the things, one of the factors of kind of pulling her back. I mean, continuing to work on her game, work on her craft, work on her mentally, but, you know, pulled her back just because it just just was too much. And the first year was tough because she really wanted to play. But, uh, you know, COVID COVID kind of kind of hit, too, which kind of helped that out. But just seeing her go back into her sixth grade year, I mean, she she got some development. So that was that was good to see, and that was good for her to see as well. And then to ask her this summer, what does she want to do? It was kind of the same thing. Like, no, I'd rather work on my game, I want to work on my craft, that type of thing, or whatever. So, I think eventually, yes, we got to get back on the horse. You know, maybe this probably this summer coming up. But I just feel like a lot of these kids have time. And another piece of this too is. Kids are just specializing way too early. You want to play, you want to, you want to play baseball, and you're gonna play baseball all year round. That's that's just what it's gonna be. So you're gonna be a great baseball player. Same with basketball. Same with football. I mean, and and I understand it. It is the kids' decision, but that's one of the things that I push my kids to do is try to play different sports. I mean, if you if you ultimately like something. And you can play other sports well, not saying being great at all of them, that's going to help for the particular sport that, that, that they're going to love. If they only have one option and that falls through, then they're just done. And now they're just, a, you know, they, they're just going to be a student. And that's OK just to be a student. But I, I just feel like why not? Why not give options? Why not? Why not have them kind of take a break from this particular sport? to go play that other sport. They're not losing nothing. I mean, everybody looks out and sees, oh, but this person's pretty good and oh, they play basketball year round, so my kid has to play basketball. That's 
bull crap. You do not have to play a sport all year round in order to to be great. And Michael Jordan played baseball um, throughout, you know, most of his life. And then got to a point he got serious about basketball really in high school after he got cut. Same for, I mean, it's just, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of different people, people that did other sports that ended up finding the particular sport that they wanted to be in and they went after it. And that's what I mean about later on. I mean, there's, there's still time. Everybody, you know, some, there's some people that feel like right now, Oh, if my, if my child's an eighth grader and they're not a, they're going into the eighth grade season and they're not an impact on the team where it's over. They're going to get cut from their high school team. Well, guess what? Maybe they need to get cut from a team. Some of that stuff is needed. And then at the same time, maybe they won't get cut. Maybe they'll start to figure stuff out. But I, I think we just jumped the gun. And it's and it's so much stuff out there. I mean, kids are lifting weights at fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. That's a joke. Well, I ain't going to say it's a joke. I mean, it depends upon what kind of weights. But, I mean, you know, I, I saw something the other day of a kid bench pressing, um, you know, at a, at an early age. I thought that was a joke. I mean, kids, their bodies are not even developed yet, but we're lifting weights. Now I could see, you know, maybe something small like a kettlebell or doing some push-ups or, you know, body weight stuff, but actually going after it and lifting you know, lifting weights and bench pressing and stuff like that. I mean, you could introduce them to it, but at the same time, I don't feel like kids really need that right now. But that's that's what we're that's the society we're going into. It's always about more, more, more. More is better. Let me let me let me go and 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 shoot this in front of this. Let me go shoot a basketball forty five times in front of a camera and put my phone out there so that my my camera phone can record where I'm shooting at and all that good. It's like. Some of this stuff is taking the fun out of it. Uh, I wonder deep down inside how many kids are really still just having fun playing playing the game. Besides feeling pressure of oh I got to go out I got to perform I got to do this I got to do that like if 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 it's like this now what is it going to be like in high school? Better yet, college. If people make it to college. I mean, I I don't talk about the pros a lot because the pros are just a, a, a I mean, it's kind of like just taking a bowl and cutting up numbers and putting a thousand numbers in there, and you pull one number, and and that's what the that's what the NBA and WNBA is is like. It's different. It's it's not. You know, I I think a lot of a lot of people have this um, have this thought of. Oh well, we can do this to to get what we want. We could do this to get them to Division One basketball. We could do that. Yeah, no, the work has got to be put in. Absolutely. I mean, uh, it's is is like uh, that old saying that um, you know, like if you you're working out, then the, the rent is due every day. Yeah, that's that's correct. But at the same time, even though putting in the work. And and working at it and pushing this that, and the other that doesn't guarantee anything. Ultimately, what what I would say is this is like you gotta you gotta be able to instill a work ethic inside your into your child, so that 
they're getting up, going to the gym. They're waking up in the morning doing the stuff that they need to do. They're spending the time working on their body, stretching, um, you know, possibly uh, learning about nutrition and learning about rehydrating and, and just things like that, that, that can help them, um, you know, as they, as they get through their season. Cause you can't, you can't look over their shoulders all the time. Now, I know there's a million parents out there that probably tell their kids to do certain things. And if you don't watch them, they're not going to do it. And, that, and that's the, that's the same thing with sports. Like, if you have to tell them to do every single thing as they get older, I don't think that I don't think that that particular sport or sports in general is going to be for them. But I keep getting off this AAU subject and um, summer summer basketball and AAU basketball. I mean, it's just gotten it's just gotten to the point that, like I said, it's just all about the money. You go you go to these tournaments and it's ridiculous. You're paying what? Six seven hundred dollars per team, and you got, you know what, fifty teams in it. Not only do you pay, do you pay for you know for your team to to do the traveling and do whatever. Um, I mean, pay for the team to actually be able to enter into the tournament, but you pay expenses to drive there or fly there. You pay expenses to um, to lodge, stay in a hotel. And then you get there and you got to pay at the door. And, oh, excuse me. Some, I mean, excuse me. Maybe you get there and you have to park. You pay to park. And then you pay to get in. And then after you go down to your, to the court where your, where your uh, son or daughter's at, now they're asking you to run the books or run the clock. What? No security in there. Like, it's just, it's just all about the money. I mean, these... These uh, tournament directors and, you know, I mean, they're just they're just making they're making money off of off of these kids. And that's what it's about. It's like keep every penny. Let's just throw this together. As long as we have a particular place and we have the time set up and this that, and the other, we don't have to do anything else. We don't have to accommodate with, with nothing else. That's crazy. And then. You go and, you know, your fifth grade son is playing against, you know, some of the some of the better teams in the uh in the nation or in the region. And, you know, you as a parent feel like, oh, I gotta get my son better. I gotta get my daughter better. Well, that's another that's another piece uh some somewhere else. But one thing that I don't I don't get caught up doing, one thing I don't let my mind fall into. I don't. I don't try to compare my child to anybody else. I I tell her to be the best version of her. Like if you want to compare something, compare yourself. You're, you're, the child is the only one that they have to really compete with. If you think about it, because mentally, they can they can they can knock to knock themselves out of the box. They start thinking that. Oh, they're not as good at this one, or they're never going to be as good as this one. Or I seen, you know, the number five player, and they were unbelievable. I mean, I had a conversation the other day with uh, one of the high school kids that I trained, and he just had to. He was just basically saying how I guess one of the number I can't remember what his number was, but this kid was top fifty, and 
my guy was like, yeah, well, he he only did this, but he he did do that well, and you know, he's just like, like really comparing and telling telling me the stuff that the kid does well versus what he does well. And I went into this conversation that I'm that I'm saying right now. It's like, look, stop comparing yourself to everybody else. And we as adults, we fall into that. Fall into that all the time. Oh, this kid is good. This kid can shoot the ball. My my son and daughter are gonna be able to shoot the ball the way they can. Yeah, all right. I mean, just because they can shoot the ball well right now, what happens a couple years down the line? Will they can will, will they be able to continue to shoot the ball that well? Stop worrying about what's happening now and just work on development and keep pushing towards everything else. And that's and that's that's just what it is. But, um, you know, just just thinking about, you know, starting this starting this stuff so early and all the traveling and all the. I mean, this is a lot. I mean, these kids are probably playing what thousands of games before they get to high school, and then you know we we wonder why kids are hurt. Kids are so hurt and banged up and. I mean, it's just a lot. I, I guess that's the, the new game now. I guess that's something that I got to live with. But at the same time, like for me, I want to protect my kids' interests. And what I mean by protect their interests is like protect their body, protect their mind. Like dealing with dealing with um, coaches, you know, that's something that I'm keen on. I'm I'm I want to hear what they're talking about. I want to know what what my what my particular child heard about. You know, if the coach was saying something, I want to, I want to, under, I want to understand how my kid took it. Because you got to protect all of that. I mean, through this life, we're that's what we're here. We're here to to nurture and to raise these kids, and that doesn't stop with sports either. You know, everybody, a lot of a lot of people that don't really don't understand, they'll say, "Oh, yeah, this is a good coach because he yells. He yells at them. He holds them accountable. Yeah, he's yelling, but what is he yelling? What, what is he yelling to them?" And then after he's yelling, how is your how is your child perceiving this? If they're getting yelled at and they feel like everything they do is going to be wrong or they're walking on eggshells when they play the game of basketball or whatever sport, they're never going to be successful. They're going to feel like anytime they do something, it's, it's going to be wrong. They're going to be like tiptoeing off of everything. And I hear that. I hear some parents that don't know. They're just like, oh, She's a good coach. She just rings them out, and they need it. Well, did they really need it, or did they get did they get rung out because one player is not doing what they're supposed to be doing? You know, somebody they're not holding everybody accountable, so they're yelling at everybody. And now they and now this these particular players feel some type of way. You know, are you having those conversations with with your child when they get home about? what the coach is doing about how the coach makes them feel. I mean, that's, that's where we're at now. I mean, it's, it's a lesson in this in itself. Absolutely. You got to teach your kid how to, how to deal with coaches because they're going to get to high school. They're not going to have a choice. And then what are they going to do? They're going to transfer and jump around. That's not okay either. Now, certain circumstances, maybe, maybe not. Right. But, how are they? How are they dealing? How are they dealing with the coach? And, and I take the good with the bad. You know, if you have a particular coach right now that yells a lot, 
as a parent, encourage the kid. Like, hey, you know, you got to deal with this. You got to deal with what they're saying. You got to deal with, but, you know, I mean, if it's, it, it, it depends upon how it's directed. You get, you get these teams where parents are coaching the AAU team and all the kids are getting yelled at harder than their kid is getting yelled at. That's a problem. Or, you know, maybe, maybe the coach, maybe the coach is just ringing everybody out and getting, and getting, um, you know, getting his son and, or his daughter and getting yours too. But it's in a manner that's bringing them down. And they're almost to the point like, oh, they, they're going to conk out. They're not, you know, they're not worried about, they're not worried about playing ball. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, whatever. I mean, I don't even know if I want to play. You know, these are, these are some of the conversations that need to be had. You got to have these conversations with them. Like, yo, what, what are you thinking about? You know, how do you feel? It's more or less more about, oh, what their performance is doing. What do they think? Like mentally, do you really take the time to, to figure out what your child is thinking? You know, or they played a good game. Oh, good game. Good job. Okay. So what'd you, what'd you think about the game? Well, the coach said, and then when the coach says something, and if it's something that's, you know, sometimes sometimes coaches get carried away and they'll say certain things in the heat of the moment, trying to win the basketball game. Why your why your child needs development. They don't really need to win right now because winning right now is gonna get them some participation trophy or some ring that they're gonna put up in their um put up in their dresser drawer and they're going to forget about it. They're going to be happy and everybody's going to take the pictures and put the number ones up. And, but would you really win? I mean, at that point, it doesn't, that development over everything else. So you just got to ask yourself, like you as a parent, are you evaluating? Are you, are you looking at, are you looking at this stuff correctly? Are you paying attention to what's going on? Because we can fall into that. Oh, they're a good coach, this and the other, blah, blah, blah. And you just deal with everything else. But like I said, I talked about it earlier. I mean, it's just sickening how these – I hear these coaches are bringing other players to win, you know, just to just to flaunt their, uh, their AAU program. I read something the other day. I'm going to try to see if I can find this. Um, it was the saying was crazy. And this is, this is something, this is something in itself, um, that I just, I live by, um, just because, you know, I mean, everything, everything's so different now, you know what I mean? Just looking at, um, you know, the day and age that we're in a lot of, a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of people are about how they look. Not not necessarily the kids, but this is something that I live by. And this was on um, on one of the Facebook pages I'm in. We talk about a lot of basketball stuff, but it says, please don't call yourself a coach if all you work with are the elite and motivated athletes only. And then and then claim them as your success. A true coach works with with them all, no matter the level and claims them all, no matter their skill level. Uh, thank their real coach. So that's that's a that's that's a new fad in what we're doing now too. 
I mean, that's a, that's a big part in training too. I mean, if, if you're, if you're training with somebody and they have some elite kids that are coming through and they're coming through by the numbers, I guarantee you those elite kids are not paying what you're paying. Let's just keep it a hundred. And that's ridiculous. I mean, every kid should be looked at as an opportunity. Now let's, let's, Let's be real for a second. If a if a child starts in high school and they're not very good, the odds are against them. Period. You know, every every kid has an opportunity, but you know, if a kid starts as a sophomore or junior and they don't and they don't pick it up quick, it's going to, it's going to be hard for them to make it. But you know, they, I, I've heard uh, coaches tell kids they're not going to make it. And these kids are in the sixth grade or fifth grade or fourth grade, or this particular person don't have it. They don't have it. What? Okay. They don't have it for now, but what does that mean? It could be the worst. It could be the last person on the bench. The last person that's, that's going to come off the bench, sitting down there cheering, um, you know, praising their team. By the time they get to their sophomore, junior year, they're probably that particular kid could be a starter, could be a star, could be a you know I'm here in Indiana, could be an Indiana All Star, or could be Mister and Mrs. Basketball. Like that doesn't matter. So the the younger ages, you know, you it's it's funny to me how people are like, oh, they want to pick and choose who they who they have at at what age. They want to pick and choose. Oh, I want, I want, you know, for this seventh grade team, I want to get this one, that one, that one, and we're going to do it like that. Okay. Well, that makes you a great coach because you're winning. You know, I mean, if you if you've taken a group from day one and you made them good, then I applaud that. You've had them kids from day one and they've gotten better and and that's that's great. But to go out and to handpick all some of the best kids because you want to go to the the clash of the Titans down in Tennessee and you're bringing all the best kids out, out in the city and you go win and y'all want to smile and hold up your ones, that don't count. It just don't. Probably, I'm probably going to ruffle a lot of feathers with this, but I don't care because that's just what it is. I mean, you know, we're in that, we're in that age. Go get the best. And then, and then as I get the best, let me sit on the side and try to look good. Okay. Well, how about, how about taking um, seven or eight kids and, you know, maybe you got some good ones, maybe you don't and developing everybody and, and pushing them through, you know, if you want to do your AAU thing, pushing them from fourth grade to, you know, 11 to, to their junior year and, and getting them kids scholarships because you put the time and you put the work into them kids. You remember in the times when this kid couldn't shoot or this kid couldn't dribble or this kid didn't understand the game. Like what, what's up with that? Like I said, I mean, I, you would think that you would think that I would just, that I just hate AAU basketball and that's not what it is. It's just, I recognize some of the stuff that's going on out there and it's disgusting. I mean, it just, it is what it is. It's, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible to deal with, horrible to watch, and it's horrible that some kids have to put up with that. You know, 
come in for a tournament and, you know, you've been playing, getting your minutes and making your mistakes, and now you're sitting on the bench behind somebody trying to win the championship. And then after you win your championship, you go get in your picture and you hold your ring up and you smile. You know, if my child is going through that, I'd be asking questions not only to the coach, but I'd be asking them, how do you feel about that? You know, that kind of that kind of makes kid that kind of makes kids think that they're inadequate. You're gonna go, you you put in all this time and I'm gonna go get somebody else. Come on with that. Uh, that is flat out ridiculous. I have, you know, I don't have much respect for that either. But that's what it is. I mean, just watch out. I'm 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 just talking to all parents. Watch out for the signs. Watch out for what's going on. Understand that. Ultimately, you have your your kids' best interests at heart, and you know by by taking care of them and protecting them, you have to listen. You 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 have to you have to be involved. You know, like I said, if they're gonna play, you know, a lot of kids are gonna play that young. Not if they're gonna play, kids are gonna play that young. I mean, it's it's hard. It's tough because you can't really stop them from what they want to do, and. You know, it's kind of like the same my daughter right now. I mean, she's ready to play again, so so we're gonna let her play. I mean, I, it's her life. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be a dictator. I'll, I, I kind of give guidance and I, and I kind of say, hey, you know, why don't you look into playing certain tournaments here? You know, um, you know, maybe sitting that tournament out, maybe playing half of the half of the season. You know, long as your body long as your body can withstand it, then okay, I can deal with it. But every I think all of us are, are gonna cross that bridge because, you know, everybody's gonna hear about what everybody else is doing. And when I say that I'm talking about kids. Kids are gonna hear that, oh, um these particular this particular team played in that tournament and blah blah blah. Or my or my my good friend plays and they want to play. So that's cool. Um I, I get that. But you know you gotta you gotta watch out for who you who you're dealing with. I mean, it's just like it's just like everyday life. How do you how do, who do you deal with? Why do you you know? Is, if you only deal with a, as we get older, it seems like our circle gets a little bit smaller. So you only deal with a certain amount of people. That's the same thing with AAU basketball. I mean, you got to know. Parents have to know what they're dealing with. Are you dealing with? This particular person or that type, that particular person, what kind of uh, personality do they really have? You know, what do they really think outside of of just playing the game of basketball? Those are some of the things that you want to know because because the world will travel fast. Somebody's not doing right or somebody's not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Somebody's going to talk about it. And once you hear it, I mean, I would say I would say take heed to some of it. I mean, a reliable source. Some people are just going to talk trash about every organization just because they're not happy with themselves. And if everything that come out of their mouth is negative, well, you probably don't want to deal with them. But you want to deal with the parent that's honest, that, you know, that'll, that'll tell you what it is. And, and you know, it's not just one parent. You probably want to listen to all the parents. It's one of the things I would be doing. If I got to come get with an AAU program, I'm talking to the majority of the parents and just seeing what they think. How do they feel? You know, do you, do you, is it, is it, you know, is this particular coach a good coach? Are they a good coach because your kid plays and they take, and they take care of your kid or you know them? Like, those are the things that I want to know. And those are the things that you need to know as well. But 
just keep an eye on that. Talk to your talk to your kids about it. Have the conversation, and you know, from there, just just keep moving. Make 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 decisions based upon um, more or less what the kid wants, but what's bet what's best for them. If they if they're getting hurt every time they play, and you know, or they're dealing with a lot of injuries, and they're too they're they're too young for that. I think give them give them some time. You know they'll they'll have enough time to play AAU basketball. I, I I I thoroughly believe like if a lot of kids want to go to college and they want to be good, they're gonna have to play AAU basketball eventually. Like it's very rare you'll get a lot of kids that are gonna get just recruited just cause. You know what I mean? And then these exposure events, come on with that. I mean, you know, don't worry about those exposure events. I mean, if you want to waste the money, go ahead and be my guest. But um you know they the way the way they doing stuff at these young ages they're ranking kids early on, and if you're the number if you're the number five player and you don't make this event you might drop down to fifteen because you wasn't there. So they gave this kid the new number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, and that don't matter. Like I said, take a. Do do this for me if you really think this matters with expo with uh, with rankings and all that stuff. Write down the the top one hundred rankings right now for sixth graders or whatever grade your kid is in, fourth grader, seventh grader. Write that down, and then just go put it somewhere um, that that is safe and you can get it later on. And wait till your child's sophomore, junior year, and pull that list back up. And after you pull that list back up, why don't you send me in a note and and, and say, hey, these particular kids made it. Let's see, let's see who did and who didn't. I mean, no shots at anybody. Not trying to shoot you down if your child is ranked. If your child is ranked, congratulations. That's cool. Um, that's something that they'll always have. Great. But rankings mean nothing. Not right now. You start, you start becoming a top 10 player in the nation in high school. Yeah. That means something, you know, but for right now, just being a top six, seven, eighth grader, maybe eighth grade, maybe, but you know, early on being, being ranked this and ranked that, it don't mean nothing. It just don't. So try not to get caught up in that. But like I said, listen to your kids and then and then hang around those coaches. I, I need to know what they I need to know what they're saying. I need to know how they treat my kid. I need to know what, what my kid is thinking about mentally. Are they confident? Those are the things we need to know. I ain't gonna take more of your time, but hopefully, hopefully if you had a a, a 30 minute drive going somewhere, this was entertaining enough for you, but I know I talk a lot about, you know, the AAU ball and the summer ball and all this stuff or whatever. I'm not complaining about this stuff. You know, ultimately, I think this stuff is is going to have a, a significant part in all of our kids' lives, but don't get hung up on it. That's, that's what I'm saying. You don't have to be hung up on uh, what everybody else is doing, hung up on what this team is doing, and hung up on, oh, my kid needs to be this, needs needs to do that. Yeah, you know, 
work in silence, keep getting them better, you know, keep doing your thing and keep moving. I'm Harvey Arrington. I want to thank you guys for listening. Dream Chasers.